Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. What makes his skill set so unique is his size. He basically plays like a point guard. He can score like kind of like a wing, getting to the rim and driving. He's got post moves and counters, and you know he can shoot. When he turns and shoots his his turnaround, it's virtually unblockable. I don't want Rudy to be cautious. I want him to be disciplined. That's Quinn Snyder talking about the NBA's reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic. Oh, I get it, reigning. <laughs> Jokic. It's raining outside. And the Nuggets coming to play the Jazz tonight. Oh, easy W. Nice. Look at you. Very confident. The Nuggets played last night and got beat. They did. They got beat by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mark Price ain't walking through that door. (laughs) They don't even have Craig Elo anymore. Brad Doherty, he's doing auto racing. And yet the Cavs still managed to win. Larry Nance, he's siring NBA players. Larry Nance Jr. Kevin Love came off the bench and gave him 22 he's points. coming off the bench this year. But why are we talking about Cleveland? We're talking about the Nuggets. What are you talking about Cleveland for? It didn't make any they sense. beat the Nuggets. How did the Nuggets get beat? Well, they're not good enough. I like the ad. They beat the Suns last week, and we come in the next morning, and along the ESPN thing on the bottom, statement win. What is this, a statement loss? Yes. <laughs> I want the graphic. <laughs> We should start using stuff like that. Statement losses. <laughs> Reverse all the time-honored cliches. Yes. You only do what does it say when you win. Not on our show. We'll do it anyway. Win, lose, or your soccer draw. And we'll do statement losses. What does it say about the Denver Nuggets that they lost to Cleveland? And it wasn't in Cleveland. No, it was in Denver. No, it was in Denver, which doesn't roll. roll it's awesome. not a song lyric, but you know. John Denver thought it was such a cool place. He changed his name as like Dang or something like that. And he oh, changed it. Yeah. Go look it up. Okay. John Denver? You think he was born John Denver by Bob and Mary Denver? No. <laughs> Bob and Mary Denver. <laughs> totally random. <laughs> well, what does it say about the Nuggets? They had a couple guys who can shoot the ball well, who did not shoot the ball well, and under the Law of numbers. Perhaps they will now have good shooting games. Michael Porter Jr. was 4 of 14. 3 of 9 from 3 is kind of average, but makes him 1 of 5 on the old two-pointers. And Aaron Gordon was 5 of 14. Aaron Gordon's not a great shooter, but... I don't think Porter is either. I think Porter's a streaky shooter. And Aaron Gordon is not a well-rounded NBA player. No, he's not. He's 6'9". He can jump out of the gym. Athletic is all get out. Uh, Give him that. He can run, too. (laughs) All the the qualities of an athlete Aaron Gordon has, but I don't think he's a proficient high-level basketball player across the board. He's not highly skilled, but he's a heck of an athlete, no question. I can see why he's in the NBA, but I don't expect him to shoot well unless he takes a lot of close-range shots. Don't let him get going in transition, because he'll crush it. Transition? Nobody does transition anymore. Jazz and the Nuggets tonight. Jazz game night. The pregame show starts at 7. The game starts at 8. Tip-off at 8 o'clock on TNT.
Rudy Gay, the only jazz man on the injury report the Jazz posted on social media yesterday. Oh, I know. I used to get those, but somebody took me off. I must have offended somebody. Imagine that. <laughs> I know. I got on it, and it was fun while it lasted, and then somebody took me off of it. I was never on it. Yeah, but why would you be on it? I don't know. Why would you be on it? Because I was one of the core, man, working yeah. for the organization. That's why. We were we were buds. <laughs> you you got your feet in different places. I don't. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Tatum's working on the nine-point second quarter. As in the corner, has Plumlee on skate. Step back three, swish. Left side, Millsap. Pump fake on a three. Drive it in on Harrell. Slowly inside the foul line. Now retreats. Backs it out to Durant. He comes left to the foul line with a pull-up. It's good. The Rosen turns the corner. Turnaround jumper. Baseline left. Got it. Over OG Adonomi. DeMar DeRozan with two straight mid-range jumpers. Lowry to Jimmy. Looked like he was going to drive on Wagner. Pulls it back. Leaves it for Duncan who gets it back to Jimmy for the little jumper that goes. Right to left. Bless him. No look pass to the right wing. It's a three for Kennard. And he still is hot. Luke Kennard strikes again from the outside his fifth triple of the night Luke Kennard ended up six of seven from the three-point line he had 23 points off the bench for the Clippers who blew out Portland 116 to 86 they jumped on him early PK and they jumped on him again in the third quarter won the first quarter by 14 points and the third quarter by 16 and just tied it up in the second and fourth quarters I don't see Portland as very good. I have an enormous amount of respect for the Lockster. But you're not buying it. No. I mean, he what cracks change? on Jason Kidd, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But Portland's got a rookie coach. Yep. He's never coached a game before in his life as a head coach in the NBA. And I, just, I, don't, I don't like their roster. It's like it's, just, it's the same to roster for that, the last 15 and years. To me, that's the bigger point right there. Where We knew they had problems on their roster. Where were the changes that were going to alter the problems they had on the roster? Well, where, yeah, they still need to ride two guys on big shooting nights to most of their wins. It's way hard to do. Right. And if they trade Lillard, they're never going to win that trade. They'll get a bunch of average players. Yep. Portland off to a 1-2 and two start now. After that uh, blowout loss to the Clippers. Other games of note. The Nets, after a bad start, pick up another win. They beat the Wizards 104-90. Kevin Durant scored 25 points to lead them in that game. And the Celtics got 41 from Jason Tatum. And they beat the Hornets 140-129. to Needed OT to do that, but Tatum ends up with 41. Well, I think the story of the NBA right now is the Bulls at 4-0. Look at Chicago go. And the Jazz see them Saturday. The Bulls beat the Raptors 111-108. And they're the first team since 96-97, as far as Chicago goes, to start 4-0. And we know what happened in 96-97. Met the Jazz in the NBA Finals. Won it all. Did the Bavetta job was that year or was it the following year? I can't remember. Uh, Bavetta was the following year. 98, oh, yeah. Okay, 98. Shucks. <laughs> 97 was when the Jazz won two at home and had the big lead in the third game, and it was the flu game for Jordan, and he brought him back. 
Bucks beat the Pacers 119-109. The defending world champs get 30 points from Giannis Antetokounmpo and 10 boards and 9 rebounds. Jazz are going back-to-back with Chicago and Milwaukee on Saturday and Sunday this weekend. So, got that to look forward to. Golden State Warriors forward Draymond Green says he plans to celebrate Steph Curry being named to the NBA's 75th anniversary team with an expensive bottle of wine in Oklahoma City where he celebrated Curry breaking Will Chamberlain's franchise record for points last year. You order some, order some five thousand dollar dollar bottle. Well, they're wine. rich, so they live a different yeah. lifestyle. But is this the seventy five fifth deal? Did that generate any type not, of? Not nearly the just, juice the fifty at fifty did. The seventy five. The NBA to wanted it too, and we're supposed to be cheerleaders for the NBA. But did that really resonate whatsoever? No, because they announced it during football season. Who cares? They could have yeah. announced it when. You think if they'd done an All Star Weekend, it would have been different because that's what they did with the fifty at fifty. There was and baseball I that's playoffs at going on. Thirty during the summer. There was baseball. That's that's the sixty and sixty. Oh, there were baseball playoffs going on, and there was college football, and there was pro football, and you know it's, it was there for five minutes, and it's on to the next thing. Okay, so well, let's make the splash. But if you need nothing to go on when you do something, is it really that big of a deal? Mm. You know, the Not old that tree falling forest deal. Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Gino under center on play fake. This time he's going to let it fly downfield. Reaching up, making the catch. It's Metcalf. He could go 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Seahawks. 84 yards. Snap. He loses the handle, Winston, but now completes it to Kamara at the 10, 5. Touchdown, Alvin Kamara. Touchdown, Saints. Snap. Kick. You hear the silence, and that's a good thing to hear. It is good. Brian Johnson nails it from 33 yards out. I mean, it's cool. It's, a, it's definitely a, a nice environment. Um, I mean, every time we come up here, the weather but other than that, it's cool. That's Alvin Kamara after the Saints beat the Seahawks 13-10 to in the rain in Seattle. You heard the two touchdowns there. There's not a lot of offense in that game. 84 yards on that one touchdown for Seattle. They only had 219 in the game. Other than that, it was all Saints defense dominating this, and Saints kicked the late field goal and won it 13-10. to 10. Well, there are no good backup quarterbacks in the league. You're not getting very far with your backup quarterback, and Geno Smith isn't taking Seattle very far. So if you get a backup quarterback who can play fi- you can play 500 with a backup QB, that's a win. Most well, quarterbacks yeah, but can't then do that. he's a starter. And he will. In free agency, he will absolutely get a contract. Uh, New we Orleans, when they Winston. went with, uh, yeah, Jameis Winston, New Orleans, Teddy Bridgewater had that 5-0 and run, got the money in Carolina, and then has the job in Denver. You don't have to necessarily be a good starting quarterback, but you're a starting quarterback. Right. We can go more recent than that, Winston. And he's a starter now. New Orleans, four and two. And they got the Bucks coming up, so that's a big game for them in the uh, South Division. Probably a big game they'll lose, but we'll see that next weekend. That's their chance to make it a race in the division with a win there. Seattle now two and five, and they're going to need to get Russell Wilson back and go on an incredible run just to be in the wild card hunt. And the division race, well, they're five games behind the undefeated Cardinals, so that's a long way to go. Cardinals getting ready to face the Green Bay Packers Thursday night. 7-0 Cardinals, 6-1 Packers. Devontae Adams is on the reserved COVID-19 list. 
putting his availability in doubt for that big game. He could make it. He's got to register negative tests 24 hours apart to be cleared. So we'll see how that plays out. So that would be, can you take one the day of the game? I think you can. So could it be Wednesday and Thursday? I think you can, yes. Joe Flacco traded. Eagles send him to the Jets with Zach Wilson out for at least two, maybe four weeks with the injured PCL. It's a strain, not a tear, so Zach's got that going for him. But I know. They got another quarterback. I I get Lisa on Instagram, see what she's doing. She's doing daily updates at this point. I love I've never met that lady, but I absolutely love her. I would like to meet her one day. Get some cool baking tips if you follow her. Oh as well. yeah, she's in uh, go get her on the exercise. Come on, ladies, wake up, put your bra on. I mean, she says that you should get into Instagram, Dave. You find out so much stuff. Not sure I want to know that stuff, but I yeah. could find it out. She's an inspiration to a lot of ladies and gets them going. They tell they tell her that. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan who returned Tom Brady's six hundredth career. Touchdown pass, the ball that was used in that. Uh, they've sweetened the pot for him. Two signed Brady jerseys, a helmet, a Mike Evans signed jersey, Evans game-worn cleats, a pair of season tickets for the rest of this year, season tickets for all of next year, $1,000 at the team store, and Brady's given the fan Bitcoin worth about sixty grand. Estimates from the experts say the game ball could have fetched around a half million dollars at auction. He's not getting that, but they're giving him a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, the money and the tickets... The jerseys and stuff. I mean, like six years later, do you even be able to find them? <laughs> Got to frame them and put them on the wall, or the answer to your question is no. And then you look at, okay, that's Mike Evans. I mean, he's a nice player and all, yeah. but okay, I got a signed jersey by Mike Evans. But I guess if it means something to you. Yeah. Oh, well, if you're a big Bucks fan well, actually, and you hang the, him in the man cave well, and you, you don't have even have to be. Game. You know, I'm, I, I get, yeah, if, if, that would mean more if you were. And I was thinking that I would buy a Joe Ingles jersey and get him to sign it before he goes home. Just oh. as a memory. Yeah. Guy who came on our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. it was... It'll be a legacy for years to come. He's in his eighth year. An unusual. Very well, it's rare. One of a kind. Yeah. On a local show, and he's missed like two or three times in that entire time period. It's phenomenal, his commitment. He's, and he told me, he said, I said, I, I told him one time, I said, this is unbelievable. He said, Why? I said, because, you know, I've told him some instances before where guys have reached out to me to be, can I be on your show? Yes. Yes. And then, you know, they a month don't answer. later. <laughs> they don't answer. And he yeah. said, well, I told you I would do it. Like, he just said, like, well, what's the big deal? I said I would do it. Yeah. So I'm going to do it. So, yeah, I actually thought about doing that when his time is, uh, which I hope is not now. And it certainly is not now, but I meant uh, the end of the season. I hope they resign him. For selfish reasons. And I think the fan base wants him to be re-signed. It's one of those guys who connects. But it'll be a cold, calculated decision. I got it. It's business. that's the only way to run that. the team. I got right? it. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, Favors is super popular, but they needed a trade, and so they put him in it. And they brought him back because they liked him. But it didn't work well enough. They thought something else might work better, so let him go a second time. So it's cold-hearted. I get it, yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. I've been as, as, vol- as involved as they'll let me be. I think there's a lot of front runners right now. 
You've got a wild card like uh, Mike Tomlin. That, that If Mike Tomlin wants out, you know, at the end of the day, there is not a direct, that's the guy everybody's pointing their fingers at. Carson Palmer, former USC quarterback on his involvement in the USC coaching search. Heisman winner, right? Yes. Close to Norm Chow. 2003. Very close to Norm Chow. Yeah. Jeff Fisher's name was thrown out there, and then the denial of Jeff Fisher's name was thrown out there, all since our show ended yesterday. I think Fisher has wanted in for years. You don't want Fisher. But it doesn't matter. He's... I've yeah, always viewed him as a candidate. He's a USC alum. Right. He played for, for years. Played for John Robinson. Yeah. Loves SC. But he was always a pro coach. It's kind of a, it's a USC version you, of. You can still be a candidate, though. Yeah. It's a USC version of Andy Reid at BYU. Always linked to the school. Always some level of interest. But always the fact that this guy's a pro coach. Yeah, and he actually, obviously he did go, got fired. But yeah. Uh, but Tomlin, that was a wild card, man. Tomlin coming to the college ranks. Leaving the Steelers, who've had three coaches in 50-plus years. Well, they do face a little bit of a rebuild, it looks they like. They do. But who's to say it can't be done quickly? The NFL, manage your money, get a quarterback, away you go. You draft well and hit on a quarterback, you're in good, you're in good shape. Texas Tech fired former Utah State coach Matt Wells after two-plus seasons in Lubbock. 13 and 17 overall. He had a team at 5 and 3 this year. Had four ranked teams to close the season. So could have been on his way to 5 and 7 and 13 and 21, but he also could have pulled a big upset or two and been building and trending in the right direction his third year. But he said uh, the AD Kirby Hoke had said Wells was surprised and didn't agree with the decision. But they let him go. I don't blame him. I mean, he really didn't even get an opportunity to go through one full recruiting cycle. No. He's in his third year, and one of them was a COVID year. Yeah. And this season wasn't lost. I mean, on paper, you can say they were going to be 5-7, and seven, but that's on paper. If he pulls an upset or two, it's a very different story. Well, you're judging rankings as... Right, by, but that doesn't Vegas, team, Vegas doesn't joke, yeah. go by rankings. So yeah. I don't know that they would have been upsets. Maybe not. Well, we won't know now because they showed him the door and he's out. Auburn University last week mandating December eighth deadline for all university employees to be fully vaccinated against COVID nineteen. Head football coach Brian Harson declined to disclose whether or not he had received the vaccine or planned to receive it, sticking to his long-running message going back to the summer that he would not discuss it. He tested positive for the virus in August. So are we going to have a repeat of the Washington State situation at Auburn and have a coach show in the door? I mean, he's in his first year there after leaving Boise State. So DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. World Series starts tonight. Atlanta and Houston Astros hosting the first couple of games, 6 o'clock on Fox tonight. I assume it's the Astros. Am I wrong? Boy, I, I don't know what the odds are on this. I would I would go with the Braves, but I don't really have a good feel to where one team is overwhelming over the other. Braves are hot. They're really hot. They were a 500 club in early August and have won two-thirds of their games since then. 
So it's easy to dismiss them as an 88-win team, but is that really who they are? Because they haven't played at that clip for a couple months now. For a couple months, they've won two-thirds of their games, which you win two-thirds of your games, you're a 100-plus win team. You're up in Giants and Dodgers territory. Right, that's 75%. No, it's not. Oh, 80, you're right. 67. Oh. Ken Griffey Jr. purchases an ownership stake in the Seattle Mariners, the club he rose to start him with. Bought out another minority owner, bought out at least a portion of another minority owner's share. So, Ken Griffey Jr. will now be linked to the team that he started his career with and made his mark with before he went off to Cincinnati. Cool. Man, he was a star. I mean, no matter where he played, he was a star. But obviously, that was his original team. Reason why I'm a Seattle Mariners fan, right there. And you know, they they had a nice season. What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Frank Dolce, our Utah football insider, joins us at 805. Dylan Colley, former BYU wide receiver, will be here at 905. The question of the day is coming up next. Stay with us.